Are you over 40 and sometimes feel that your best life is behind you? Well, I can't wait for you to join our podcast, Beautifully Seasoned. Get ready to hear inspiring messages about women like you. Go deeper into your faith and embrace ways to a healthier, happier you. Girl, your best days are in front of you. You are moving upward and onward in your life with that wisdom and spiritual guidance that only we seasoned women know about. Get ready to add spice to your life. Go get that glass of wine or sweet tea. Sit back and get ready to be transformed. And now, presenting your host, she's an author, educator, and lives her life like it's golden, Katrina Garrett. Welcome back to Beautifully Season. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I'm telling you, ladies, we got some power going on in here today. We got some power going on. And while I have my friend here named Angel Towson, I'm telling you, this is a powerful woman of faith. And so I'm just going to tell you first what I'm drinking because I let, let's get all that out the way. So I'm drinking mm -hmm. carrot juice and I have the carrot juice nice and cold in my uh, my champagne glass and I'm hoping that you are ready today. So I hope that you have your favorite drink sitting next to you. And you know what, today you have to have your journal. Now this is a requirement today, ladies. Have your journal because you're gonna, you're gonna hear some powerful stuff and you're gonna hear some messages that you might want to hold on to or you can always share it with another sister. Okay, so first of all, I am going to add to your spiritual garden, and I am going with Proverbs 31. I know I keep coming back to it, but this is fitting for today. So Proverbs 31 says, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. And so, yeah, this is really, really resonates with our message today. As you meet my friend Angel Townsend, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her before I introduce her. Angel Townsend is an author, speaker, certified consulting hypnotist, and certified life coach who is passionate about helping others to change their lives by changing their thinking. She received extensive training and certification on mindfulness and guided meditation. She's committed to helping people live healthy, happy lives by honoring their highest selves, making consciously healthy lifestyle choices and embracing their truth while respecting others. She is here today to tell us about her new book, Healing Waters, My Trail of Tears from Pain to Peace. And I might also add that she's a contributing author in Bloom, Stories from Women to Nurture Your Growth and Water Your Soul, which is like a fabulous book. I have that. Angel could be found on Facebook and Instagram at Good Life Angel or at her website at goodlifeangel.com. So let's welcome Angel. Hey, 
girl. Hey, Katrina. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me and having me on. I'm excited to be here. Thank you, my sister. Oh, man. Get heart hug to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm just so excited for you. I'm excited for this new book, and I can't wait to read it. And I know that you have been really just being passionate about this and taking your time and just making it just right. And we know that good things take time. And so I am just so excited. So you know what? We are ready. First of all, I'm going to ask you, sis. Now, look, I want to know what you drinking. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I am excited to tell you what I'm drinking. We, my husband and I, we juice about twice a week we do a citrus juice and we do a veggie juice we do them together because it takes a long time to prep and what i have in front of me is the citrus juice which is grapefruit orange and pineapple and girl oh my goodness it's delicious it's like nectar and it's so sweet and smooth and girl when you start juicing as you already know we yeah. talked about this yeah it makes you not want to go to the store because you think when you start, when you juice yourself, yeah. what you get in the store pales in comparison. It's delicious. You're I got to bring you some. Yes. And you know, you're absolutely right. But you know what? I never thought about with the grapefruit. So I bet that blends in really nicely together. I it never is thought delicious, about I'm telling oh, you. Wow. And the, the pineapple kind of smooths it out and, and it brings that tang. Mm. Can't be beat. It's delicious. Oh, wow. Okay, sis. That's something to add. We got to add that to our recipe, our, our uh, juicy recipe. I'm definitely going to try that one. I'm definitely am. But I am so glad you're here. I, I'm just excited for this new book that you have. And, and beautifully seasoned ladies. I'm telling you, it's going to be out soon. So we got to be ready to get out there, get on Amazon to get this book, Healing Waters, My Trail of Tears from Pain to Peace. So Angel, tell us something about the book. Tell us what inspired you to write the book. And uh, yeah, give us some give us some, uh, some information about this here. Okay, well, it is a memoir. And as we all have had some trauma, some ex well, most of us have had some trauma, some experiences in our lives. We've all had something in our lives that may have brought us to tears. I have been uh, selected to have <laughs> several experiences that have brought me to tears. Okay. And I believe that there is no way I could have had these experiences without God wanting other people mm -hmm. to be blessed, to be healed, to grow, to gain knowledge and understanding through my experiences. I used to always hear the saying, you don't have to touch water to know it's wet. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be burned by fire to uh, know that it's hot. Mm -hmm. So I really want to share my experiences and share what I learned and how I grew through these experiences with other women, with other girls, and, and, and men as well, because men love their women, and they want to see them healed, and they want to facilitate, participate, and help their women, their daughters, their moms, their cousins, their yes. sisters heal as well. So yeah. I, this is not, I want men to, to know that this is not inaccessible to them. Okay. But what, to answer your question specifically, what made me 
want to take this journey is to help other people and to help myself yeah. because I writing the book was cathartic. Writing the book was healing. Writing the book was not only healing and cathartic for me, it, it was for my husband and I. We had conversations that we had not had before. My mom and I, my siblings and I all had healing conversations mm. through the writing of this book. Wow, wow. You know what? Uh, that reminds me too. Like you said, you are coming out and you're being open with your experiences, but a lot of people, they don't. They keep those experiences locked deep down inside. And so sometimes when you hear someone else's story, it kind of helps. It's therapeutic for them as well because it might not be matched on match of the same experience, but you know, like you were saying, trauma is trauma, whatever that is and however that looks. And so to hear someone else's journey, in some ways it could be healing. You could actually be that rainbow. And I heard this before from Maya Angelou, that rainbow is someone else's cloud. And so, yeah, that, that whole experience that you, you boldly putting out there could definitely be a healing for someone else because everybody has a story. We know we all have our own journeys, our life journeys. And um, I like what you were saying that sometimes it was, I don't know what it would say, destined that you go through it because you were that vehicle that can help someone. You were that type of person that will be able to share that experience and help heal someone else. What do you think about that? You know what? Absolutely, I agree with you. And uh, as, as if we may or may unpack specifics of the book, we may or may not. Okay. But as people read the book, they will hopefully see that if I made it, then they can make it too. I have talked to women and just shared snippets of the book or my experiences with them. And one of them is, you know, I was, I am the victim over sexual violence. Okay. And I have shared that in part for one, one reason or another with different women. And I cannot tell you how many women who are well into their adulthood, I'm talking about 40, 50, 60s mm -hmm. even, who have shared with me that happened to me. Mm -hmm. I've never told anyone. Wow. I'm still dealing with it, and it impacts me in these ways. Yes. That had my my pastor, my uncle, mm -hmm. my my father's best friend, etc. I have had numerous conversations with women who are still being impacted by something that happened to them when they were young children yeah. or teenagers, etc. And when they see my again, my goal is that when people see the things that I have triumphed over yes. through the grace of God, yes. then they can hopefully see that that this does not have to beat them, that we are victors, not victims. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I, that that's amazing. That is amazing. I know that you want to don't want to disclose too much about the book, but can you give us a little bit more of uh, maybe read a little bit, even if it's just a paragraph? Do you have that available? I can put my hands on it and give me a few minutes. I will make sure that I get upstairs and, and get that, and I will definitely do that. 
But in okay. the interim, let's just let yeah. me just tell you a little bit about it. Okay. Um, my my journey started when I was a very young girl, and there was an experience that took place that prior prior to that, I was a uh, mommy and daddy's girl. I was blessed to be supremely loved by both of my parents and uh, like adored. Okay. And you might be able to tell that because my name is Angel. <laughs> and my okay. father named me Angel because he says, this is my little angel. My mother didn't think it was a good idea. My father said, nope, she's the first. <laughs> she's my angel. That's it. That's all. And both of my parents poured everything into me and later into my brother and sister. So we were, we had what every child deserves and needs to grow and be healthy, well-adjusted, happy, successful adults. We had doting parents who, who spent time with us and poured into us and read to us and, and told us we could do and be anything and encouraged us to use our voices and to talk and to share and to be inquisitive. But when I was a young girl, we had a tragic family experience that that it was like an explosion that was dropped into the middle of our family okay. and our family was torn apart and the result of that that experience was a i was gonna say a lifetime i'm still living and i'm on the other side of it yeah. but i would say many many years of of pain and heartache and abuse and um and and just a just a dysfunction and and sadness and and a lot of things happen as a result of that one experience so that is the the kind of the thrust of it so i, I take the reader from my idyllic childhood okay through that experience and what happens after that and how our life has changed and how we try to overcome that experience. And a lot of times it wasn't with good results. Okay. So that is, that's the, that's kind of the thrust of the story. But the wonderful thing is and some, a couple of people have read either chapters and I'll read a chapter or have read uh, or know my story and they're like, oh, I feel so bad for you and I just wish I had been there to protect you and what can I do now? That's such a sad story. No, it's not a sad story. It's a story of triumph. Yes. It's a story of God's grace and yes. redemption. Yes. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I am the redeemed of the Lord. Absolutely. I am standing here as a living witness that change is possible, yes. peace is possible, yes. joy is possible, but you have to be as fully engaged and in the game. You've got to fight for it. None of these yes. things are possible. It's not going to show up. Happiness is not going to come to your doorbell, yeah. ring it, and say, I heard you were looking for me. Yeah. Can I come in? <laughs> right. It doesn't right. work like that. you no. got to go out and get it. Absolutely. You have to say you want it. you got to fight for it. you got to claim it. Yes. you got to continue to claim it. Yes. you got to wake up every morning saying, happiness belongs to me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm claiming my happiness today. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm thinking, okay, so I'm thinking of this dark room. And so you being in this dark place, because I know I've been there. I have been there. When did you see 
that little spark of light or when did you see that door cracked open where you saw that light? Because when we're in a dark place, we're just sitting there and we're just, it, it, it just consumes us. And that darkness is that sadness, that depression, that pain and all of that. So for you, when did you see that little light? What happened in your life that you saw that possibility that I can be, like you said, be triumph over this, that I can be victorious over this, and this is not going to hold me. I'm not going to stay in this darkness. What was that? Well, you know, to, to first I want to agree with you that I was severely depressed for uh, a portion of my life. I was suicidal, yeah. and the only thing that kept me from committing the act or going through with the act was I just, the church I grew up, I did not believe that God would forgive me for that because I was beginning, I couldn't ask for forgiveness. You get forgiveness if you ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everything you're talking about, I have first-hand knowledge of it. And what kept me for, for in my journey is the belief that my, my mom is still, my mom was an example of just keep putting one foot in front of the other, just yeah. keep going, just keep pressing, and believe that better is possible. Mm. And even though she may not have said it every time, she was a living example of that. And I had a belief in me that this cannot be all there is. This, this pain, there's got to be some peace on the other side of this pain. There's got to be a, some light on the other side of this darkness. And even while I was in it, even in my lowest point, I had a few people in my life who prayed for me and over me, who listened to me and gave me wise counsel, even when I was too broken or too high or too in my stuff or too traumatized to really listen and hear it. They were still speaking life into me and over me. And I think that continued to sustain me. And at some point, I finally started to say, I started to kind of wake up a little bit and say, okay, I, I, I was just, Lord, this, this can't be all there is. This can't be all. You, you, I, surely you love me too. Surely there's mm. something in this for me. Yes. And I, just little cracks, just little cracks in, in, in the darkness started to come. Somebody would be kind to me and and i'm not going to tell you the whole book but i ended up at christ universal temple mm -hmm. and that worked for me because at that i grew up in the church i've been in the church my whole life but at the time what i needed is what johnny coleman had yes. which was god loves you right. god does not want you to feel bad and you don't feel you don't walk around with this heavy load of guilt right god wants you to be happy and whole and healthy and complete and that's the message that i needed to hear because prior to that i had pain and brokenness and and incompleteness and all of the opposite of what she was telling from the pulpit every week this is available to you yeah. and i want to um when I when I said that the people that some of the people from that are from the tradition that I'm from, which is Church of God in Christ, did not really want to hear 
about that, they, what they thought was prosperity thinking yeah. and new thoughts. And that's not, that's, that's not the case. Right. We're, not, we're not having that conversation here. I understand that. But, but what is the case is peace is possible. God loves you and it's available to you through God. God wants you to be whole. God wants you to be prosperous. And prosperity comes in healthy minds, healthy relationships, mm. healthy finances, healthy living, healthy eating. Prosperity is not just money. Absolutely. And that's what she was teaching me and that's what I needed to hear. And that started to bring me out of it. But one other thing that made a difference for me, and I tell this to everyone I talk to when I speak to women's groups, children, young people, get you a crew. Mm. Get you some sisters yes. that pray, mm -hmm. that speak life, mm -hmm. that will hold you up and hold you accountable. Yeah. Not don't don't look for the crew when you are in crisis because then they're not going to be there. Get you a crew because crisis comes. That's what life is. Life yeah. is life is either you've been in a crisis, you or you you're just coming out of a crisis, mm -hmm. or you're gonna find a crisis down the road because that's how life works. Absolutely. And everybody's crisis, as you mentioned a minute ago, everybody's trauma looks different. Mm -hmm. So my crisis might be uh, truly, you know, tra traumatic, a death, et cetera. Somebody else's crisis might be a, a broken toe. But, mm -hmm. but yeah. your crisis is your crisis. Absolutely. So when you need a crew, it's not the time to assemble a crew. Mm -hmm. The time to assemble your prayer partners, your village makers, is when everything is okay so that you can see clearly and select women that really do have your back, that really do care about you, that really will speak life into and over you, that really will pray for you and not pray against you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to be able to see clearly in order to understand who really is for you and who says they're for you because there's a difference. It sure is. It sure is. And Angel, I love where you were saying speaking life because just like what you're writing in this book, the power of words is so important. And if we if we would just get that in our minds that what we speak into other people's life, just like in your situation, it can really turn their lives around. And even when we're talking about our younger sisters out there and, and just criticizing them and saying, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, and I don't know what age, what age were you when you went through all of this? Because if someone was just looking at you and they didn't know your journey, and if you were displaying a certain characteristic that wasn't quote unquote, you know, ladylike or whatever, they don't know what journey you're going through, you're going on. They don't know what's going on in your life. So that that power of words that you speak in in, in, in someone's life, that is powerful. And that could really change someone's life. So definitely, when you said that, that just resonated with me a lot. Um, and then also, of course, now you're using those powerful words of healing. You're using the uh, uh, powerful words of revelation and just your life journey in your book. And so, yeah, that sounds, oh, wow. I, I mean, I'm feeling it already and I haven't even read it. I am feeling it already. Um, and then, you know what? I want to talk a little bit too, because like you were saying, that the people who spoke uh, 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 power in your life and spoke life in your life, as far as the sister tribe, 
And uh, I know there's a lot of women out there, and I've been running into them more and more, that don't have a sister tribe. Some people, they don't have those people in their lives. They don't have a, a, you know, a prayer partner or uh, just someone that they could really trust. And so a lot of people are going through uh, whatever the trauma that they experience, they're going through, just like you were saying with the lady that you were talking to, just keeping it internal. And in that case, they're walking around just with this baggage and with this just this yuck yuck stuff that's inside of them that's eating away at their spirit. What do you suggest as far as a woman who does not have a sister tribe? I do know a woman, um, actually she lives in California and she doesn't. And I try to call her from time to time to see how she's doing, but she doesn't really have a sister tribe. I don't know if she considers me a part of her sister tribe because I do uh, call her to see how she's doing, but she's basically, uh, I don't know if she just that she decided to just go through, um, you know, her challenges on her own. And I know that she's not the only one out there that just have not tapped into a sister that can really walk that journey with them and that cares and loves them. So what would you suggest seeing your journey? What would you suggest you know, for someone? The, the one of the first things that I suggest for for all of us is um, one of the one of the quotes that I that I've said to myself a, a lot over my life is whether you think you can yes. or think you can't, either way you're right. Absolutely. So whether you think you are have friends or think you are not worthy of friends, either way you're right. So what you what we we what we bring about what we think about and believing may not be the be all end all but thinking thinking alone may not make it so but you cannot have change without changing your thinking. Yeah. Johnny used to say, change your thinking, change your life. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is get quiet yes. and check yourself. Yeah. Some women and I'm not all. Some people and not all don't have nurturing relationships because they haven't learned to nurture themselves. Ooh. We teach people how to treat us. Yes. So learn first. You be your best. Be your own best friend first, mm -hmm. so that you can attract who you are. You cannot be a nickel looking for a dime. Ooh wee. <laughs> oh, so, right. You're right. So if you are not, so if you want friends, show yourself friendly. If you want people to hold your confidence, hold theirs and hold your own. Absolutely. If you want people to respect you and pray over you, respect yourself and pray over yourself and then pray for God to reveal to you who would be a good prayer partner, a good girlfriend, yes. a good shopping partner, a good a good cooking together in the kitchen and having a cup of glass or whatever you like to have yes. and that will hold your confidence and will respect you and lift you up and hold you accountable. We always, we hear so much about treasure maps. We yes. know that treasure maps are supposed to be how we want to see our lives. Right. But we have to see our lives, we have to see ourselves in that. Right. We have to be that to attract that. Absolutely. That's what I would tell a person who does not have a sister circle. Yeah. You want to get your sister circle, get yourself together first right. and be 
a desirable part of another sister's circle. And then tell the universe, tell God in your prayer closet that you want a sister circle. I'm telling you what I know, not what I heard, because I've experienced it over and over. It will come to fruition if you hold that thought, that belief, that feeling in your mind long enough and work on yourself hard enough, you will have a sister circle. Women will be coming out the woodwork if, if that's what you want, some women want to be friends with only men, another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> they will be coming out of the woodwork Absolutely. to, because you just, just got a beautiful, you got a beautiful spirit. Yep. And no, yep. nothing, if, if you gay, yep. you you blue. I don't know like, that's not, yep. I'm not in that lane, whatever you live your life. Right. But if you just want a good, solid girlfriend, woman, you in the grocery store. Seasoned women on March 15th 
is when the book will be available. It will be available on Amazon, and then it will also be available on her website. So you can either go to Amazon or you can go to uh, her website to get the book directly from her. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be there. So I encourage you to go out and support this sister, um, to hear her story, to feel that healing. And if you have gone through anything, sometimes we hear the journey of someone else and we hear how they have just um, uh, raised up through God's help and power to get to a, a triumph level, then maybe this will be for you. As a matter of fact, no, maybe it will be for you. So let's go out and support her. So yeah, Angel, I have some questions for you. All right, okay. I'm ready. I have some questions <laughs> for you. thank you for all those kind words, Katrina. I really appreciate it, my sister. And I know your listeners are getting your book, and I have enjoyed every word of it. You are a phenomenal writer. You are a phenomenal friend. You are a phenomenal speaker. And you are doing things to be a light in the world and change the world. You are blooming where, you plant, where you're planted. And I just want yeah. to say thank you, and I honor you for that. I thank you, oh, thank and you. you know what? Iron sharpens iron, because we all sharpening each other. Because I know when I talk yeah. to you, and if you talk to me, and we talk to uh, Jocelyn, and you know, we, we're just all sharpening each other, and that's what matters, you know, if we could just uplift each other. Queens uplift queens, and I truly right. believe that. So we're going to do this, sis. <laughs> knowledge we're going to just spread this inspiration and uh uplift some sisters okay yeah. so okay now my first one is my first question is if you oh what's your favorite quote or scripture oh my goodness girl i got a few <laughs> okay well I tell i'm gonna go with benjamin mays because i actually made a beautiful plaque that i have hanging in my house okay on this one it's kind of long but not too bad it must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life doesn't lie in not reaching your goals. The tragedy lies in having no goals to reach. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. It is not a disaster to be unable to capture your ideal, but it is a disaster to have no ideal to capture. It is not a disgrace not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach for. Not failure, but low aim is sin. Dr. Benjamin May, former president of uh, Morehouse College. Ooh, we, I want to get up and run around this table. I really do. <laughs> I want to get up and run. You know how you hear something so powerful, you be like, let me just run. I'm like, wow, you are absolutely right. You know, we're sitting on so much and each one of us have so many gifts and sometimes we just let it sit and it's not helping. Mm -hmm. Let's get it out there. You know, let's do it. And we have all right. we need, you know. Yeah. Oh, that was powerful. Do you have any more scriptures? Like, hey, you know, I might have to get up on the next one if it's any better than that one. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I have a lot, and they and they cover the gamut of people. Okay. But in uh, honor of of this month, I'm going to go with Malcolm X. Okay. If you have no critics, you'll likely have no success. Mm. 
Mm. So don't be scared of what people might say about you. Though you know, there's you got a whole bunch of people sitting on the sideline yep. talking and not doing. Oh, Go yeah. ahead and do. All right, all right. And you know what? That comes with wisdom because I remember many years ago when you know when somebody didn't like you and you just get you just buckle under. It's just like the 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 end of the world. But now it's like mm -hmm. that. You looking at that as a badge of honor if you don't, because that means I must be doing something right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do that thing. <laughs> right, and right. Talk. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Okay. So our next question is, if you had a chance, what would you tell your younger self? If you had a chance, what would you tell your younger self? Well, this is going to go back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Find a mentor. Okay. Someone, Angel, find a mentor. Find someone you really trust and respect, little girl. Mm -hmm. Little girl, ask a million questions mm -hmm. on how to rise above your circumstances so you can live your best life. Angel, sweetie, are you listening to me, honey? Mm -hmm. Really listen to the answers and seek confirmation from that still, small voice. Mm -hmm. Then... Follow the advice. Mm. And that's, that's key. That's what I would tell young angel. Yes, that's key. Follow it, not just and listen. And then I would bring her <laughs> into my arms and give her a big hug and tell her I love her. It's going to be all right. Michelle Obama, she is just like this epitome of elegance and dignity, but she's coming to your house, Angel. She said, I'm coming over there, Angel. I read your book, and I am coming over <laughs> to your house for dinner. So you know she's coming over. What dish would you cook to make a good impression? What would you cook for Michelle Obama? Well, you know that she is our forever first lady as yes. her husband our forever president. Absolutely. I would hope that she would bring him yeah. so that, that we could, all four of us, my husband included, could, could kick it. Okay. Now, they are both <laughs> Southsiders. As I am a Southsider, I'm not from Chicago, but I've been here so long. It's my, I've been here longer than I've been anywhere else. And she lived in her, she grew up right down the street from a house, a building I used to own and spent a lot of time at. Oh. So I know she's a Southsider, a sister girl, and as my husband and I are vegan, we would bring them into our space. We would ask them to relax your shoes, make your shoes relax over in the corner because you're at home. And we are going to feed you the way we feed ourselves when we really want to be well fed and feel loved. We would make them some tofu fajita because we love Mexican food. Okay. We love Mexican food. All right. <laughs> some guacamole, homemade everything, girl. Mm. So over here trying to cook and be healthy and live a long time. That's all right. Guacamole with pico de gallo mm. and chips. Mm -hmm. Spanish rice. Okay. Vegan refried beans. Okay. Massage kale mm. and virgin mojitos. But if you want a little alcohol, you want a little chicken, no, no problem. You can have that too. We do have a full bar. Oh, okay. Whatever your, whatever your preference, okay. we can give you both. 
So we would make them feel at home, no hoity-toity, white nap and stuff. Y'all the kick back. Right. And when you get finished eating, you can you gonna lean back in that chair. We're gonna laugh and talk. Y'all gonna tell us how crazy the White House was. I know that's right. <laughs> and you know they will. I could just imagine them over and they just relaxing and talking and it's just like they're at home. And that sounds wonderful because Mexican food, that's me. But the tofu, oh, I'm about to try that. Yeah, tofu, but he's just honey. You know what? You, I'm just gonna, as soon as Corona Lachey the virus and her crazy cousin, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna invite you over and I got you. I'll make you Ooh, feel. You gotta show me. You gonna need a nap. Okay, that's what, what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's the main thing. It's all good for you. So it's like you know, we into our health thing. We into preserving our health. That's for real. That's okay. it. Okay. Right. Okay, so okay, here's another one. What was a time when you had to face a fear, but you went on ahead and did it? You were fearful, okay. but you went on ahead and did it. You faced it. Well, okay, well, my, the, a recent time and in, in recent history is when I was during the writing of my book, okay. I had to tell my husband some really hard truths about my past. Okay. I knew I was going to write this, and I knew that the world was going to see it, and I there was no way that the world would see it without him knowing about it and was processing it and getting through it together and him really being, telling me his true feelings. And I am happy that, well, first I have to, and I did ask him forgiveness. He married me without me telling him this yeah. stuff. That's not cool, yeah. but I did because I was walking in shame. Yeah, yeah. But... I am happy to report that he embraced me. He did, did not judge me. He uh, accepted my truth and said that he was proud of me for getting beyond it. He was, look at you now. Look at you now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Girl, that's love. That's that what that is, baby. That's love. That's all that is. Yes, is. That's unconditional yes, love, baby. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Beautiful. And last but not least, we want to get... We want to have some kind of fun angel to see. What is your favorite book or, you know, or your, or, and your favorite movie? Okay. Well, I think you know me relatively well. And certainly the, the your listeners know by now that it's not going to be Bambi. It's going to be something that's going to make me think and grow and heal. Absolutely. So my favorite movie is The Matrix because oh, it just, okay. it, 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 your, your possibilities explode Ooh. when you really get into The Matrix because yeah. Neo had to recognize who he is. Yes. As girlfriend said in, in Black Panther, show them who you are. Oh, okay. Another explosion of possibilities, explosion of imagination. Mm. He was living this go nowhere life, yeah. and when he was in prison, mm. he just found a whole new. Mm. The world opened up for him through books. Yeah, sure so is. you know, we we mm. are readers. Don't let any. I'm so happy mm. that you and I are writing books, and so many people are writing and reading Absolutely. books. Black people read. Black people love to read. Yeah. 
that don't we not gonna believe that lie and, and it's um, we're glad that that myth is being busted and has been busted wide open. We read we write. Yes, so we do. The yes, autobiography of Malcolm X, um, the integrity of that brother is just I got oh. pictures of him in the house oh, because man. he just he, I guess mm. a level of integrity that um that I appreciate. Yes, absolutely. And of course my other my other favorite book is the Bible. You know, we, there's nothing we can face in life. Mm that there's not an answer in the Bible. Yes. And the Bible is full of God's promises Absolutely. and God's reminders of his love, his mm. unending mm. love and mm. grace for us. It's that and guy. It just, you just mm. bathe in that. You can just yes. kind of just wallow in the Absolutely. joy and the peace of how much God loves us. Mm. So those are my, that's it. Ooh-wee. I, I'm just, I, I'm done. I, I I don't know what to say. I'm just like in awe. <laughs> oh, that was sister, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, she made me want to run around. I don't have much space in here, but I could have ran around this table a couple of times. So I am just so grateful that you joined us today, Angel. And I am so excited for you, uh, for your new book, Healing Waters, My Trail of Tears from Pain to Peace. I encourage you, beautifully seasoned women, to go out, go to that website, and the website is goodlifeangel.com. Get the first chapter of the book for free, and then on March 15th, go right on back to goodlifeangel.com and order a copy for yourself. I am just really excited. I'm very, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for you. And I know that it's going to be a success. So I just thank you for spending this time with us. I am so full. I just feel full of inspiration. I just feel full right now. And so I'm just glad that you just decided just to share with us what your life experience, your life journey, and all that wisdom that we're going to be reading about. Because that's all it's doing. It's just adding to our wisdom database <laughs> so we can hold all on right, to it. I love it. <laughs> yes. And then with that wisdom, of course, that's when we could reach out to a younger sister and share that wisdom with her. And like you said, if she listens to it, then that could probably detour her from maybe not going through what we went through. Or even if she did have to go through something, she will be equipped with what she needs to be able to sustain herself through it. So, yeah. So, thank you, Angel. Thank you. Oh, thank you, my <laughs> sister, for having me. Thank, thank you. you to your wonderful, beautifully seasoned listeners, women, yes, yes. Uh, young ladies. God bless each and every one of you. May something I share, God use it to bless you, yes. to touch you, and may this year be your best ever. Yes. And the way you make that happen is to listen to that still small voice and do the work. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am filled and I am blessed. Um, so ladies, am I. Thank you. beautifully seasoned women, you got it. I, I know you fool. If you fool like me, I am full. And I, I'm just feeling good right now and inspired by our sister Angel. So thank you for joining Beautifully Seasoned today. And like always, before I leave you, I want to pray a blessing over you. Um, you are blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, 
motivated, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted, and approved, not average, not mediocre. You are a child of the most high God. You will become all you was created to be in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today and our sister, Angel Townsend. Look for her book, March 15th. Get ready for it, okay? And I will see you next time. God bless. Bye-bye.